Welcome back to the newest edition of Mix and Match Radio. I got Braden on my right, Muhammad on my left. We got a bunch of topics to discuss today. What are we starting out with, Muhammad? What's what's the number one? Probably the most breaking news we've received in the past 24 hours. Definitely nothing else that supersedes this. Okay, is- so I saw this a couple of hours ago. And so it was just informed that in a couple months, Samuel L. Jackson will be the first celebrity voice to accompany Alexa for Amazon. I so, know that was the news you were all expecting to hear. <laughs> so whenever you're going to be asking Alexa what weather it is going to be on that particular day, it might be Samuel L. Jackson responding to you. With possibly provocative words. Not possibly. <laughs> it's a, going to be an option. They're going to provide a censored version and an explicit version because they want to stay true to who Samuel Jackson is. I don't have an Amazon Echo or whatever those are called. I have a Fire Stick and it incorporates Alexa into it and I'm pretty excited. I'm going to need an Alexa now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna... I'm buying an Amazon Echo for my house the second this gets released so I can have Samuel Jackson just screaming obscene words at me telling me how the weather is. I would automatically It's hot mother uh, I'm automatically more motivated to do whatever it is I'm doing if I have Samuel L. Jackson in my ear. Like, imagine having him as your alarm. How hot is it? Hot. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> That's such a perfect first choice for this also. I, they could have gone with anyone, but for him to be the first celebrity to accompany Amazon with this, I think that's genius. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's amazing. I can't even imagine how much money he's getting for this, though. I mean, Amazon, re- I mean, you know how much dialogue they have to record for that kind of for that. I mean, probably a lot. They have to, it's a lot of different. He has to record responses to just. It says it's going to cost about ninety nine cents though for this add on. Yeah, but how many people in the world own Amazon Echoes? Yeah, a lot. How many in the people? How many people in the world have Amazon? Or how many have people anything? in the world are going to buy Amazon Echoes because of this release? Me being one of them. Yeah, as I've said before, I'm the perfect consumer. Uh, if you're if people are drawing out like a marketing plan on who they're selling it to, they don't even need to include me. I'm whatever you're selling, I'm probably buying. I mean, it's just please save <laughs> save money. What are you? So, but besides Samuel L. Jackson, what kind of voices would you like uh, from your Amazon Echo? The obvious one, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I mean that's the that, that's, uh, that's the like immediate the soothing. Uh, calm. Kind well, I mean, of he's like, the he's the polar opposite. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. He, you have the really the calm, cool, collected voice. The narr- the narrator for your Amazon. Yeah, echo. yeah. The voice of reason, as opposed to the voice of not exactly reason. It's a brisk sixty-two <laughs> well, degrees like, uh, with a wind chill. Or... <laughs> I would like a Nick Kroll as an Amazon Echo voice. As like the puberty monster. Yeah, just like all, all of his voices, all of his different like big mouth voices that he that he can. Do. Or like the coach, if you could have the yeah, coach, coach Steve, bro. <laughs> Having Coach Steve as your Amazon Echo voice, just telling like telling you all the wrong things. Yeah. So like it's hot outside. And he's like, it's gonna snow today. I want Alan Rickman. He's a uh, Professor Snape. Yep. I want his I want his voice on there. I I don't think that's gonna be available. Or James Earl Jones. Alan, James Alan Rickman okay, but, is probably okay, but you know not exactly what they did. They could because for Toy Story four, 
the actor who played um, Mr. Potato Head, I believe, he passed away. But they just had so much content from him over the years. They spliced everything they could to formulate his dialogue for that film. I don't think they wow. have any dialogue of Alan Rickman answering the score of the Manchester United game. So they, I mean, they could figure as something long as they out. Have numbers. They could figure something if out. They have him saying. Numbers. Well, he'll have to say the team and then name the teams, and he'll have to say certain cities and certain. You know the temperature in you think Sicily Samuel L. Jackson is, is saying like just is just like naming off a bunch of cities for this thing. I mean, I don't know how they record it, but I assume it's just it's like probably a bit a list of like words and just says read. <laughs> yeah, he probably just reads all of those. But I think it also formulates it to where it doesn't have to be him repeating everything. Yeah, I think so. Part, well, I know what I'm saying is, is he getting... probably has like just a list of words that yeah. they that they and then it combine builds off together. Yeah, yeah, they just maybe common off... maybe common phrases yeah. like the temperature here is and stuff like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then yeah. they just get enough to sample like his voice and formulate a system. Like, yeah. They can probably a device. Yeah, yeah. That can program. That's him a good saying point. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be really interesting, honestly, seeing how they replicate tone and art. Like, I mean, artificially produce his voice via his voice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, it's like, having a Siri or a Google, like pronounce a word for well, you. Siri based off of a real voice. Yeah, but like, God, when, when you have the, is like, she actually? When, yeah, I think so. Imagine being I, the person who actually has that voice. There's a video of uh, the actual voice of Siri, and she talks. Uh, she did an interview with her a couple of years ago. I've I seen one I, that I does the. That. I've seen one that does like airline announcements when you're in an airport that you're like your flight is expected to whatever else. Like I've seen yeah. the. I've seen the person who uh, her voice is programmed to do that. I've never <clears> seen Siri's, but. God, imagine talking to the person whose voice. Yeah, I know. It's like, uh, you know, in uh, the MCU, how Jarvis was, or Jarvis became yeah. a person. Uh, Vision. Vision, yeah. Vision, he became Vision. That was always really weird for me to see on screen, especially knowing that he used to just, it was always a voice, but there was never like a face to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like putting a real life face to Siri would be very weird. <laughs> But like, that, like, they have a program to turn that voice into like any word like to where it can say any word like pronouncing words for you so i mean just having that program for samuel L. jackson he they, like he can say any phrase at this point i wonder how as many, long as they have enough samples how long or how many samples do you think they need to effectively build that kind of program it's probably, probably pretty lot. hefty and i don't know just it, like any sound it'd be a lot like a-e-i-o-u oop <laughs> ing that's that's what have him repeat on on Samuel L. Jackson's yeah. just going through the vowels in the Amazon studio. He probably he probably had to sing the alphabet for it. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I would love to see Samuel L. Jackson A B C D E. <laughs> just, I don't think any of us here can really do a Samuel L. Jackson oh, voice. No, not either. a chance. I don't sound anything Sadly, like that. No. I don't think I could ever hope to sound like him. <laughs> I wish. It would be I could only be so lucky to sound like Samuel L. Jackson. But yes, at any time now, you will be able to access your. It's gonna be later this year. It'll be available. Your personal Samuel L. Jackson available. Essentially, all the time, considering you'll have him in your house. <laughs> so I wouldn't mind like a like a nice British actor. To, Jeremy to Irons. Be my voice. He's the voice of Scar. Okay. Or uh, Michael Caine. Uh, Michael Caine. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Patrick Stewart. Benedict Cumberbatch isn't. That's not a bad one. Yeah. That wouldn't be. That would be Tom a, Holland. Tom nah. Holland. Nah. You wouldn't like Tom Holland's voice. No, it's not as. S- dude, you do not know how to not make noise. It's not You're as correct. I guess confident 
as someone in comparison to someone like Patrick Stewart, you know? Who is a British or like English actor? That... Or Ian McKellen. Who is that? He's Magneto and oh, okay. uh, Ga- uh, Gandalf. All right, okay. all right. That's yeah, actually that's not a bad choice. I like that. Yeah, I could get down with that. The, sh- the Shakespearean trained actors, I feel, would do very well in this. Well said, well said. Yeah, that would that makes a lot of sense. Just a thicker, like yeah. more yeah, the vibrato uh, resonating yeah. tone. Yeah, the a, gusto. Resonating. You have a Barack Obama. <laughs> that's not bad. Barack Obama has a very like. I like thick... Barack Obama's voice. It's it's, I a, do, nice, it's a nice yeah. sounding, very voice. soothing. Yeah, and mm. you got George W. Now that you could just have a list of presidents to be your Amazon or Bill Clinton. Voice. Bill Clinton. <laughs> I just... did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Now turn right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could. There's I probably have a... never told a lie, not once, never. You sound kind of alarmingly similar to Bill Clinton when you say that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jeez. Don't be a Bill Clinton. Anyway. Going, moving, moving from away from the the Amazon Echo and possible voices that we could have from that. One of the saddest stories uh, I've probably ever heard as as a upcoming gambler. Um, okay, first of all, hold on. Upcoming is a generous way of saying your status as a gambler. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm already uh, established? Yes, I mean I'm going to Windstar on Friday. Which I'm, I can't I, go. Yeah, I mean, but if you I could, so, you would. would <laughs> so I mean, let's it, not let's not downplay the status of gambling. Anyway, Ga- if you're a gambler, you're a gambler. As much as it sucks to say, you got to own up to it, man. I I've, I've settled I, with it. I haven't I haven't dug too deep into sports gambling yet, but I, I'm sure it's a, you haven't it's gone a down the deep, full degenerate it, road it's yet. A, it's a dark deep hole that I'm just hovering over, waiting to fall into. So what's the what's the story? A man. Uh, put 89 cents on a 20 bet parlay, which uh, for for all of you out there who don't know what a parlay is, which is probably my other two hosts here as well, it's a uh, it's you're you're putting a bet on a combination of bets that you set. So it, uh, imagine it like you're betting, like you're flipping a coin, mm-hmm. and you bet that flip number one is going to be heads flip number two is going to be tails you're bet you're flip betting your overall be, bets yeah you're betting okay. you're betting over, like that all these bets are going to hit and if all if all of them is hit, that how parlays work that's do you, how is there no percentage work. behind it do you not have to meet like 80 percent of your bets hit to win the parlay or you, all of all, them have it's to? all it's all or nothing all things considered that seems like a really stupid bet <laughs> <laughs> how is that well i mean if you're flipping a coin 50 times okay probably but, it's Fairly unlikely you're going to get all of those correct. The odds for this were 1 to 560,000. He placed 89 cents on this parlay to win 500,000. And up until the last game to be played that he bet on, he had hit 19 out of 20. All he needed was for the Redskins to beat the Bears on, I think it was Monday night. And the Redskins lost. They got. It wasn't even a loss. Too. It was, he, they got demolished. It was an obliteration. I mean, imagine. First of all, that guy is riding the high of his life, just knowing he could possibly win five hundred uh, five hundred grand off from of eighty nine cents. cents. That's I mean, insane. that's the, that's the biggest turnout I think there has ever been. Probably. I'm sure there's bigger parlays. Well, I mean, out maybe there that maybe, just have maybe no lotto tickets. Maybe lotto tickets. Like if you buy like a fifteen dollar lotto ticket and you hit big on like the Mega Million. But yeah. as far as odds from like ticket purchase or bet place to what you can win that's got to be 
560,000 to 1 is that's a pretty, pretty fair odds. Yeah, that's a pretty ridiculous payout. It's insane. I if if I could put 89 cents on a 20 on a 20 bet parlay like every week, I would. What what's 89 cents to possibly win 500,000? Well, like 16 years from now you'll have lost like $100. So, <laughs> wow, a whole $100 over 6 years. Yeah. I'd I'd be crushed. Absolutely crushed. I feel like it'd be really depressing if you lose every parlay <laughs> but like, after par- playing for six but, years. But that's part of it. Like you, you don't play a parlay truly expecting to win it. You just don't. You you know like the odds are so astronomical that um, you're more than likely not going to hit it. That's why you're only putting like eighty nine cents down. Really? Because it's not going to hurt to lose it. But like the eighty nine cents. But the payout's insane if it does hit. But like, I feel like he'd be in a much better headset. The parlay just flopped completely. Like from the get go, yeah, from the get go. Rather than being one off at the very end, and it just takes one win. That must have to, to win five hundred thousand dollars. You know, I, it, 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 at least it was a quick death. It was like off the rip that he knew it was over because it would have been so much worse had it gone down to overtime or something. Yeah, and he was on the edge of his seat and then loses. Like it's not gut wrenching at that point. It's we just might like, we might have know. lost another degenerate that night if uh, if it got down that close. Yeah, that it, it's a it's a tough road. Gambling is no is not an easy task. Not at all. Yeah, you know I've uh, I've had my fair share of gambling and my day I've been to winstar once it's pretty, how, how much pretty mo- intense how much money you put on the table muhammad i did not gamble at all the only money i put this, on the table was at the buffet there we need to get you in out the buffet's expensive gamblers too. anonymous <laughs> but is. you're, you're had, better you're better off just gambling <laughs> we went um i think we went on fr- a friday or saturday and it was cheaper that night and so yeah from a hundred dollars to 80 no it was uh we spent i think Twenty five, thirty dollars on the buffet, each. And, yeah, yeah. That's and insane. so. Uh, I mean, we got our money's worth. It was at that point where we. It was buffet food, so it wasn't really sick. wasn't very quality. I'd say it's standard. It was. Uh, I think for the macaroni, it was just typical craft. Yeah, and uh, hey, don't don't be hating that. on Kraft mac and cheese. No, 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 it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. I anything. will hate on Kraft mac and cheese every chance I get if it's for thirty five dollars. <laughs> You're right. I don't disagree on that. The highlight of the entire buffet, though, was the dessert area mm-hmm. where it got to the point where you're we a just, child. We all just okay. I'm not gonna lie. They had a build your own Sunday station. How would, how would I not take advantage of that for thirty five dollars? Uh, yeah. I mean, okay, so like after you've already spent the money, they had creme of course brulee. I can make creme brulee, so like that's irrelevant to me. Okay, but not at the, no, I couldn't make it at the, like, <laughs> as, on the spot. As Cole rolls his eyes at me. <laughs> I mean, it's every other topic. By the way, I can make a creme brulee. Braden, we're talking about the Ford Mustang. What did you <laughs> just say? <laughs> every, every other topic you okay, bring Okay, say, say it for me again. Creme brulee. You said, you said like creme brulee. You just butchered the entire... I, I, never mind. Don't, don't even worry Are about it. Are you getting offended about the way I pronounce your subpar dish? Yes, sir. Well, in anyway. the, in the fact in the in the fact that you're using it to insult me, I'm not insulting you, just, you. I'm simply saying, you know, if you're going to be a chef or whatever, make a get get a new like forte. It's not. It's haven't not my only per- forte. Haven't you personally told me that creme brulee is a pretty easy thing to make? I have. So then don't flex it. What do you mean? I, okay, it's not like flexing it. I know how to make creme brulee. I don't need that. It's Muhammad saying, "Wow, this bu- this thirty five dollar." I was just saying they had brulee. it as an option. I wasn't saying it was anything that blew my mind. Okay, I was if just it, if you're it was the one assuming you're pointing that it's out, 
and like be, being like, and it had creme brulee. If okay, it was but I was out, I was it pointing was kind out of a they had thing. variety. Okay, they had variety. They had variety because it is Windstar was the creme brulee. It's called Windstar World Casino, so they had different types of food all across from the world. Okay, not like it was flown in or anything, but yeah, I go to I go to Paris and Rome all the time, man. Okay. I'm a big fan of Rio. I'm a big when, when Star flies in fresh food from from Rome <laughs> daily and uh, and Venice. Why do you think I go to Windstar? New York. I go to Windstar for the cultural benefit. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly went there for the abundant Hong cigarette Kong. smell. That's honestly, I've I've grown accustomed to it. It's I've, not that bad. It it's, was. It's kind of a welcoming. It smell just now. smacked me in the face, but the air conditioning was very nice. I like. It's that. cold. Yeah. In free, that joint. free soda. They want you. Yeah, that was free nice. Soda I only coffee. I drink the lemonade. But is the, is the lemonade good? Yeah, I mean it's your. Uh, I don't know uh, if I've ever. I don't know. I don't I know if I've ever even had Winstar, or something. Like if that. you're going to Windstar and you don't intend to gamble, it's a great place to be because generally everything there is pretty free or at least cheap. Yeah, I had a yeah. good time. Out outside of the idea that if you're going there and you're anybody else in the world, it's just set up to make you spend more money. Honestly, it would be a lot of fun just going there and cheering on a bunch of random strangers at at slots. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I. That was my first time being exposed to gambling, and so it was very interesting seeing how everything worked and just I would where everything was, I guess. I could I had like 20 bucks on me, and I wanted to gamble it, but I told myself no. If you want to get the true experience gas. of gambling, play blackjack, because you'll lose all your money, and you'll never gamble again. Uh, more like roulette, but... <laughs> Okay, listen, roulette. You, it, it makes you, it makes you think you're it would given be so the same odds win. every single time. It makes you think it would be so easy to win, just because like there's so many reds, there's so many blacks, it's bound to hit. But no, you might it, it might hit red freaking nine times in a row, and you lose a couple hundred dollars. It it, it might <laughs> it might it might happen. Like things like that happen more often than you think, and it'll just ruin your entire experience for a certain. Part, like for a certain table game okay so y'all tell me how you both got into gambling like how old were y'all and when did this happen uh, uh i was three and a half years old and i was on the floor of my kindergarten classroom and my buddy to my right said that i'll give you some goldfish if you can throw this ball that far and hit the teacher and i was like put six more goldfish down and then he did and then i threw the ball and i conked the teacher straight out knocked her out she had to go to the hospital but i got those six goldfish i started with uh, i was not that is so as as i wasn't one of the faster kids in uh in elementary school i would place bets with my other classmates on the fastest kids and like who who would win in each race are you being is this actually true or is is this like cole because my 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 story was definitely Not the case. No, that yeah. would have been more believable, though. I, I turn. I that, turn. That is something that I could see as like a legitimate thing. I was unfolding my head, something. seeing you just like cash in all these bets and yeah. You're I, I turned. I turned elementary school yeah. like you're profiteering uh, off of your uh, foot races class into like big betting horse races. I even got the teachers involved. The principal. <laughs> the principal started putting money on all the kids. <laughs> the kids' parents are starting to get the into superintendent it. Uh, came came for a visit and put the biggest bet I'd ever seen. A you're whole, all just sitting on the bleachers $10. by the park on the blacktop and Kid, you're just watching these kids run. Kids are betting chocolate milk and they're, <laughs> they're putting their whole life Putting their lunch now. money on the line. Yeah. The guy next to you is like, which one's yours? <laughs> Red shirt. White Nikes. Little blonde boy. Jeez, <laughs> uh, man. No, but I got into, I guess, the basic version of gambling. I started playing poker my 
junior year of high school and I didn't play very seriously then or maybe my senior year I'm not really sure but I didn't really play seriously and I didn't understand the game in the slightest I would just bet on what I assumed were decent cards <laughs> and there would be some times where I would just I mean if you understand poker this will make a lot more sense to you but there would be a lot of times where I would just check all the way through and then I would turn over my cards and the people at the table who knew what they were doing would be like bro you just checked the full house all the yeah. way down and I'd be like Six, so I win forty cents. I'd just be happy I won forty cents. And but, now look at you now. Yeah, look at me. Look at me now. I'm paid for paid for podcasting equipment with gambling with poker money. Uh, fair, just a pretty a much. fair amount of it. Yeah, yeah. not some, yeah, not not a lie. Um, I I probably I like genuinely started not with elementary school foot races betting on those, but like I played poker on like the, a mini clip game on the computer like when mm. i was probably through elementary school oh, i didn't even i played a like this cowboy like poker game i forgot texas uh the governor of Te- governor yeah the of governor poker. of poker governor i played poker, that game yeah. in elementary school and like didn't really know what i was doing but like i learned poker for the most part and like poker's it's definitely the most fun gambling because there's that's what Actually, told, there's like, genuine skill in poker. You're not playing against the house, right? Uh, most of what poker, what was that? You're not playing against the house. No, you're just, just playing against people. people. Yeah. Most gambling, gambling, most gambling is calculated luck, almost like blackjack and I mean, I guess roulette to a degree. And a lot, a lot of the table games that you'll see at casinos are really just it's like rolling the dice is quite literally what craps is. Is you're making bets strategically, but all those bets are subject to somebody else rolling dice yeah <laughs> that's the whole bet so it's calculated gamble it's calculated luck and or risk depending on how you view it poker is has some of the same uh qualities but it's also a very skill-based game and there's 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 a lot of math that goes into it there's there's a lot more to poker than any other gambling activity i would say at least yeah maybe sports betting isn't the same because sports betting there's a lot of lines there's that a lot you're of reading statistics yeah. and there's stats that you're catching up on so i think sports betting is probably the best thing i could relate it to because there's skill in being able to see certain things and it's still a calculated risk but yes. it's not necessarily a cal- it's not necessarily luck it's more you're risking X on this and you think it's going to win or pay off because of whatever knowledge you have on the team. If you, if you, if you sports bet legitimately and that's like what you do, that's how you bet is you bet based off of what you know. You're not just, Oh, I feel like the Redskins are winning this week. It's yeah. You have a reason to believe that you take the bet where it is, but, but in like certain sport- things are folding into one another to like assume. That. Yeah. You're, you're building like a, a, a profile yeah, of the yeah, team yeah. portfolio on. of like, what teams generally win against each other and that's yeah. i mean that's how vegas sets a spread for each game as well like they set the odds and the spread for each game which a spread is like what when people bet on certain games they don't they don't just bet on win or loss they bet on how many points a team is going to win by or how many points a team is going to lose by yeah that's called a spread and vegas like will look at all the statistics and pick a spread of what they think like a lot of people will take and gamble on and that that will pay them out the most. Yeah. So is that how betting with uh, like big fights with boxing and stuff also works? Yes. I mean that's okay. the, the so the plus that's like the plus minus of things. So if somebody is favored in a fight, their t- their odds are typically plus like six. If somebody's or favored, like that. they're they're are negative. they plus or minus? They're okay, minus. So they're minus. I thought I wasn't sure. I read something earlier that confused me on that. That was literally today. <laughs> but um, I always thought it was minus, and then I read something that contradicted that, so I, I just wasn't sure. But either way, um, so they're 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 
that's will be viewed as you're betting on Floyd Mayweather in this fight for minus 700 or minus 1200 or something like that. Yeah. Or if you're, or in the case of like the NBA, if you were to place a bet on the Golden State Warriors to win the NBA championship, your bets are probably your your uh, line is probably going to be like minus 1700 or something like that. This no. Year. Okay, so for for games like that, it's Well, no, usually... no, no, not that not not at the beginning. I'm talking like a seasonal bet, like when you drop it at the beginning of the season. I'm not oh, talking I got I'm not you. talking about a game or a series. Yeah, I'm bet, talking like about the season begins. Yeah, season and you're begins and you're betting team. on a certain team to win immediately. Yes. That or somebody to or another good example is somebody to win MVP in the NFL if you make yeah. that bet at the beginning of the season. It's always going to be a minus seventeen hundred or a plus six hundred or something like that, and that's how you determine how well you're going to get paid out if you win that. Yeah, bet. and you the, have fr- to bet the more further money away you more. do it, the more money, like the better odds you get as well. The closer it is, the in general, the, the smaller the odds. But get. if yeah. you're to bet on some, if you were betting on Tom Brady to be MVP of the NFL, whatever you're gonna have, year, you're going to have horrible odds. You're going to have to bet a lot more money to, or, to like, win. More. You'll have good odds of winning, but you won't have good money making odds i guess is what i would call it yeah because you would have to bet a lot more money to make any profit whatsoever yeah and that's and you how, have to do that's how before vegas the season starts it. uh mo- some bets like that are progressive you can bet so, as, as you go but okay odds get a lot more difficult because the as the basically it's as the picture itself narrows and it's easier to tell who is favored in certain spots exactly. betting gets a lot more uh isolated in your options so, yeah some, of, some beginning- of the people will become like plus twelve thousand or something ridiculous where it's like they obviously have no chance of winning. Like exactly, like the Dolphins last week were a plus fifteen thousand uh, underdog to win the Super Bowl this year. If you, that's one of those things where even if you bet money on it, it's like you're essentially lighting on a fire. But if it were to win, you would win a ridiculous amount of money. You could be yeah. a millionaire based off of a just like a parlay. Yeah, and that's just kind of how that those basic bets work. As far as the kind taking, the kind of bet that you can put eighty nine cents on and it pays out hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, that's just odds in general. But uh, spreads are different because spreads are built game to game. Yeah. And you're betting on whether or not a team will cover a spread or not, and then you bet on the team themselves. It's interesting. So I don't understand sports betting all the way through. I understand some of it. I I would have to talk to a couple of my other gambling buddies to really figure it out. But it aside- definitely does seem interesting. It's just all very. If, complicated if, for me to comprehend if you get, if you ever get lucky enough to like have this just really uneducated friend on gambling uh wanting wanting to bet on a game against you just look at the vegas spread and take whoever says minus so if a team says um if, if it's cowboys minus three and a half which is like that's a small spread so the cowboys are only favored to win by three points which is pretty small if they're if they're favored to win by like 10 points so like minus 10 and a half and they just want to bet on the game straight up, like Cowboys win or Cowboys lose, take the Cowboys win. Because Vegas set the spread for the Cowboys to win, and people are betting whether it'll cover or not. They co- cover yeah. the spread whether they win by that amount so of points. odds are Cowboys are going to win based on statistics. Okay. So, like, that's that's another way of just looking at it, like, the odds of people winning. That's, mm-hmm. like, that when ESPN, like, when you're, when you're looking at uh, games that are coming up, and you'll see you'll see the minus or plus for for all the games that um, ESPN lists, or even like mat like tennis matches. Mm-hmm. Even they'll have a spread, and that's like generally the gambling spread. But people, that that's how you can kind of see who's favored to win and who's more, more most likely to win. Yeah. Now that we have a basic understanding of general gambling and sports betting, and kind of how that all works. We're going to roll into what is 
One of my favorite announcements of this week, it genuinely gets me excited. Adam Sandler is listed and previewed as the uh, lead actor in the movie Uncut Gems. Gems. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. And it's a movie completely built around a diamond jeweler, correct, That's that gambles yeah, on sports he, games? He's a, he's a jeweler in New York City, uh, 47th Street, like uh, – Probably the most fam- one of the most family famous like jewelry districts in the world. Uh, he he works there. He's a jeweler there, and he he's big into gambling. But like he's a con man at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know I don't know how they're building it up. How they're like what the exact movie is going to be about necessarily. Yeah, and that yeah. that's what I loved about the trailer. Is it like, based it, off of a true story? No. Okay. It seems like it's about him getting caught up like in his lies. Yes. Is what the movie. At least that's what the trailer reads like is that he's going to get caught doing whatever, and because there's a there's a part where he gets punched in the middle of like yeah. a plaza in the face. Yeah, it was a courtyard. Then, <laughs> yeah, and then he's in the back of a car and he's getting screamed at by what looks to be a mob boss. <laughs> it it definitely paints the, the picture that he is going to be in trouble for whatever it is that he's and he takes a wild bet too. It's a it's a bet on Kevin Garnett scoring X points in the uh, NBA Finals. I'm pretty sure. And yeah, I that's know, why when they mentioned Kevin Garnett, I didn't know if it was a true story or not. Yeah, I mean, it, I I don't think it's a true story to yeah. my knowledge. But uh, even if it was, I don't think you would ever find out details like yeah. this. But well, did uh, you see uh, Mike, Mike Francesca? Fran- mine friend, mine friend, eh, Mike? Mike Francesca. <laughs> Jeez, wow, that was tough. Is it? Is it? Fran- is, I think is it's a, just Francesca. Francesca, yeah. one or the other. Um, either way, Mike Francesca, which Muhammad, I'm not sure if you know who that is. I do not. Only reason me or Braden know who that is is because of Barstool Sports. Yeah, they're <laughs> huge fans of this guy. He is a one of the more famous radio hosts in the New York district as far as sports go. Probably the most famous yeah. sports radio uh, host in New York, and he's in the movie. And and a big part about him, he he tries to keep like his radio show clean. He tries not to curse a whole lot, or like, or if he's ever, I don't know if he's ever cursed at all ever on his radio show. Mm -hmm. And then in the trailer, he He just drops a big old f bomb, uh, telling Adam Sandler's character that's the dumbest. That's the dumbest effing bet I've ever heard. heard. And because he's Adam Sandler's bookie in the Mm -hmm. movie, which and a bookie is basically, I mean, that's just it's someone who takes they take your bets. It's basically a mediator in a gamble. If you gamble a lot. You tell them I want so and so on this, and they'll make that bet for you, and then you owe them the money later. It's like you're on a constant tab, which is why you hear people getting in the hold of their bookies all the time yeah. because they'll make bets with money they don't have, assuming that they'll win that to pay their bookie. <laughs> oh, okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the. And then whole... they might go to another bookie to hopefully because their their current bookie who they owed a lot of money cut them off, so I have to go to another bookie to hopefully win back money to pay their other bookie, and they lose money to that bookie, and, <laughs> and then they're they... in the hold of multiple bookies. Have you ever seen? And then, you, and then you lose, and then you lose a couple arms, maybe, maybe a few fingers. Yeah, it. There is definitely more darker sides to <laughs> to the gambling world, but and, and that, that's certainly sure one of them. I'm sure it's lightened up throughout the years, but like in the past, it's definitely it has been, been a pretty a significant hole. issue. Have you all been caught up in any of these? Not yet. Anyway. I myself have been kidnapped by three separate bookies, and that's just this week. <laughs> <laughs> throughout history, I have a countless amount of encounters with mob bosses and. Guys that look like Al Pacino, and we're gonna leave. Other, we're other gonna leave situation. your garage, and someone's just gonna be waiting outside, telling you to get in their car. Yeah, just straight up Tommy gun. Just, just nine, put a bag over your head. Nineteen twenty-five Al Capone, just waiting for me out there. I'm gonna get dropped in the Chicago River with cinder blocks tied to my feet. Anyway, what are, what are y'all thoughts on Adam Sandler playing a character like this? And it's a not. Bit- 
yeah, more like more serious. And I also and saw the co- I saw the movie listed as a dark comedy. It's rated R. Yeah, it's a dark movie that I'm assuming will have some comedic like it's presence. Like it has it, to. I mean, I wouldn't see it as being, but the trailer looks like heavy. Yeah, that look like the opening of it when he's walking out of the elevator and the music's just starting to like kick up. Yeah. Oh, that got me like that was well, really just like to see it, that. just like the the directing of the of the shots of like following hand motions and money as mm-hmm. he's like and he sets the he, ring down he sets at the, the ring jewelers down, yeah. it follows the ring to the guy where he like he's given where it follows the money and the money's given to adam sandler and I, it's it's a really good trailer you'll have you'll have to check it out I it's get, it's it. getting us hyped up for this movie agreed and we don't even know what it's about for the most part i have my doubts for this why film is that because i i do not uh, disagree with the fact that Adam Sandler has talent. However, I do not believe that he has tapped into his potential in the past three decades. I, he has not put out anything that has a really long grown ups one and two. Okay, I thought those were all grown right up, movies. Grown ups okay. is not where you want to go to defend Adam Sandler. <laughs> I'm talking about when, I'm talking the- about the pinnacle of Adam Sandler, so late '80s '90s era. I, I I don't know if I'd go that far back. I'm just saying I haven't really seen anything from him that. When has was been the that When was good. the second rendition of The Longest Yard made? Does anybody have? That the, was I think 2006 or 2005. The Longest Yard wasn't bad. That was a good. I movie. thought that was a good movie. I like Bedtime it. Stories was a great movie. Amazing movie. Uh, one. Of, I mean, he has good movies. I just think the past Jack de- and Jill. The, okay, like I said, I think the past decade itself is really bad. I think the downfall for Adam Sandler actually was Grown Ups. I think that Grown Ups isn't what it, Grown Ups in itself isn't a bad movie, but I think it set the precedent that he can just hire a bunch of his friends every single time and produce movies with only his friendly cast. That's what I mean, that's of what Chris does. Rock and Kevin James and David Spade. He can't have that same cast in every movie, and I think that is where that started. And this that's, is that's why I think all of his movies are bad now. I'm definitely intrigued with this film coming out, but he's been essentially releasing the same movie for like you said the Ag- past decade agreed and so that's why i'm having my doubts because i don't know if he's going to deliver it seems like from what the trailer is showing that's a different movie from him and i'm excited because it's, him, it's, it's, it's not following like he- the same formula he has been for the past decade and so that's what's got me excited but i don't know if it's going to live up to this hype that y'all are uh i guess bringing it up to it seems like he's playing a more serious role and I really like to see Adam Sandler taking up something that isn't straight up comedy because his comedy has gotten really corny. It's not like he's doing Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore yeah, anymore. It's, it's, not, he's it's doing, not the same that it was. Yeah, it's very corny. Fifty First Dates. Fifty First Dates is a hilarious movie. I love that movie. And what what I was gonna say is like that's probably my favorite like straight up rom com. That's as far as it's definitely one of my top favorites for sure. It's a movie that I've seen. I would have to take some time to like look at romantic comedies and like decide, but it is a hilarious movie. Yeah. Anyway, Rob Schneider, like Adam Sandler, has a trend of hiring his friends in all his movies. And I hate that. Rob Rob Schneider is in probably nine over ninety percent of Adam Sandler's. He's movies. in everything that Adam I, I don't. Know, has it been could in. it could very well be every single movie that Adam Sandler is in. Rob Schneider makes either a cameo or he's a he's like a minor character in each movie. And that's um, uh, that's just something that Adam Sandler follows with, and that's why I don't I like I don't judge grownups for doing that for, I just for don't hiring think it's all those fair. people. I don't think it's good. I, like I un- it's a I, good cast. I understand. I, I disagree. 
I think, wow. I, don't, I really do. I, it wasn't that good. I really don't think Grown Ups I think was Grown Ups, Ups is, 1 was better than the Grown second Ups one. Grown Ups 1 was a good movie, but it was people made it seem like it was the best family comedy yeah. movie just ever. They they praised that movie. I think it was okay. I, I'm I not going to praise it. It was a good I I but it's, I, it's I not preferred, a movie that can be hated on. And then like Kevin James why do we suddenly think Kevin James is an A-list actor? Who said he's an A-list actor? Well, that, well you're, I mean, you were making it seem like this is a great cast. I think it is a... It's a good cast for the movie okay that it is. Okay cast, for, for, ne- for needing a cast to make awkward... Like, to it's make a movie filled with people past their prime. Parents. Well said. Yes. You have the has-beens of Hollywood. Because you have Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Chris Rock, David Spade... Rob Schneider. These are all very well-renowned people who had their shot, and it had had a very significant and role this was in like the limelight. Comeback. Yes. Now hold on. If this was, if that, if these movies were just David Spade and Chris Rock, I think they would be hilarious. Uh, though David Spade is hilarious. So David is Spade Rock. is hilarious, and Chris Rock is as well. But I think they are people that have their. They're not relying on just their acting. They have like legitimate comedy. Yeah. Whereas I don't think the rest of the cast carries that same. I don't think Kevin James is funny. I just don't. I think Paul Blart was funny when I was twelve. But <laughs> Paul Blart's a horrible movie. It's yeah. a bad movie. I just don't think Kevin James is funny. I get it. You're a fat guy. Whatever. Do that. Cool. Awesome. That's it's not it's not like comedic to me. Only have thing you ever, have ever seen King of Queens? Uh, My parents used to, to watch that show a lot. I have yeah. to see. I think I know what you're talking I, about. I've seen a lot of episodes of it, and like, it's yeah, not yeah, a bad yeah, show. yeah. It, I, it's yeah. a sitcom. Like, he's not a bad actor. I just don't think he's funny. I never said he, he was a bad actor. He fits the part for the for what he plays in that movie. I can't think of like to to have a cast to fill that family of characters. They they have good actors to mm. to fill each role. Like, uh, I play, wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't necessarily say good. They were good. Okay. If the that's mo- my take. Like least. if the movie was made twenty years ago, instead of when it was, oh, it would it would have been it would have been a fantastic movie. Okay, I just don't think in the climate one and the attitude around the movie itself, I don't think it legitimizes or like legitimizes it. You know, does that make any sense? Yeah, I don't yeah, think I, it, I know, what, I know what you're trying to get. I don't think it's towards. a funny movie necessarily i think it's a really decent movie that tries its hardest to be funny i would call it a funny movie there's just i i don't i don't really that's your opinion much of it you found it funny i get it is an opinion i I admire i admire the actors in it as well like that's that's Eh. that's part of it and just like seeing all those guys that i've been that i've watched in so many movies especially adam sandler and um it Rob was Schneider. nice seeing them all together. Yeah, I'll agree with that. That's but that's for what me, I'm it didn't saying. hit as much as it did for you, I guess. And that's oh, that's how a lot of Adam Sandler movies work with a, hit a or lot a of miss. people. All, all their movies are hit. Like some people probably hate Happy Gilmore as a movie. I don't know how I, you can hate Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore was a great movie. Happy Gilmore is a big a daddy, fantastic movie. Big Daddy's a great movie. Uh, Cole Sprouse, yeah, in that. Amazing. Yeah, I forgot about Big Daddy when they're peeing on the side of the yeah. door. Yeah, <laughs> he teaches he teaches the kid how to like he can pee anywhere, so he starts peeing in a plant in the middle of kindergarten. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so that's, long. That's probably my favorite Adam Sandler movie. Billy Madison is a funny movie too. Uh, Billy Madison is okay. I think it's a little annoying. It's Water mildly Boy. annoying. Water Boy's not a bad movie. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen that in a long time though. <laughs> hmm. He was in Anger Management. I don't. Uh, I've Nicholson. seen that movie once, and I like Jack Jack Nicholson as an actor as well. Um, and Fifty First Dates, Fifty First Dates, Dates, of course. 
Did they first date? After that, I'd say is when he started declining. Yeah, uh, the the recent the, the most with, recent decade with, of Adam Sandler has been disappointing. Have yeah. you seen I think the movie with? Because he has a deal with Netflix, and so he just keeps rolling out pro, uh, productions and films. Like yeah, yeah. He, he had the do over with David. Is Spade. this movie gonna be released in theaters? By the way, I think is so. Yeah, know. I it's, would, it's from A twenty four. It's not. It's a it's from A twenty four. Yeah. So I would assume it's. I would hope it's in theaters too. It looks like a good movie. It it has me wrapped. It does in. the it way j- the trailer presents it. It looks promising, and I am excited to see it. But I'm also scared. No, I would I would absolutely be skeptical, and I kind of am because it is Adam Sandler, who certainly has not held his reputation in Hollywood lately, at least. Yeah, and it presents a problem with after spending that many years in specifically comedic roles, will people take you seriously? But see the in fact a that serious it, role, the fact that it is Adam Sandler and studios know who he is and just his repertoire, I guess you'd say he does what he wants and he will continue to do that no matter how much his movies flop because they've been flopping, but he's continuing to be in movies. Yeah. He has countless numbers of movies that we've, might not have even heard of because he has so many movies that have flopped. Have you seen the movie? Have you seen the movie Click? I was going to that was right after Wedding Singer or a couple years after Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer is one of his like renowned worst movies he ever made. What are y'all? Most of his movies are less than fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What are y'all's thoughts on Click the movie? I just thought the entire concept was so. It's like it's like Bruce Almighty. (laughs) It's such a weird movie. (laughs) It was it was based on Bed Bath and Beyond, and so like I remember this scene so vividly. He's walking down the aisles of Bed Bath and Beyond. He goes Bed Bath beyond and it's a little like closet that highlights beyond and so he walks in it i think it's a it's the shipping area where they have all of the merchandise that hasn't been put out for retail yet and so there in the center is the remote and so he grabs the remote and it's the, it's a universal remote because those are huge back in the day <laughs> and then it gives him the powers of god muhammad <laughs> that you yeah. that was amazing <laughs> I, I want to genuinely give you like a Pulitzer for that right there. That was incredible. Longest Yard was good though. I love that movie. That was after Click. Was it? You've got to be the no, only it was person to get that frustrated about something relating to Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Unless Karen didn't find her coupons one Saturday afternoon. Jeez, man, that's hilarious. He just, he just, he just wanted a, a universal remote for his TV, man. That's yeah, all he wanted. And he accidentally but... skips through his life. It's kind of a odd concept yeah because base have you seen the movie brain i've i've seen bits and pieces i've never i've just never just sat down and watched it from start too. to end the whole hook to it is basically he can skip through things like he has mm-hmm. the ability to fast forward but if he fast forwards through one instance every time he goes through that same instance again it's fast forwarded you feel me interesting okay yeah so if he if he fast forwards through dinner one night every time he eats dinner then is going to be sped up interesting so it's that's freaking he starts weird. fast forwarding so many things in his life. Most of his life starts to be like in high Just speed. Fast, yeah. So then he gets older and then dies really fast. Wow. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Anyway, I'm like I'm excited for this movie just because it's it's a new light of Adam Sandler that we haven't seen. And there are movies that have succeeded like that. Where he, he's played serious roles, hasn't he? Not hasn't he? He's a played a couple. He's a played few. kind of. He uh, was in a movie, uh, Funny People, and that kind of it revolves around the lives of comedians and kind of just uh, their lives. And it was a, uh, I think it was a dark comedy. Okay, that 
I, th- I think this is genuinely a role that we haven't seen him play. Yeah. And I'm hoping it speaks to Adam Sandler's talent as an actor because I know he has it. Well, there's, I mean, there's I know Oscar Adam, chatter. I know Adam Sandler is a great actor. There, there's, I think he has just accepted and created roles for himself. He definitely has talent. I think he's accepted and created roles for himself that right. has painted him into a corner, which is if he doesn't take himself seriously, no one else is going to either. Yeah. Because it's, I, I like to go into an Adam Sandler movie thinking that it will be enjoyable, but I just always end up being disappointed. Okay. <coughs> Couldn't say it better. Because <laughs> I, was... I do love the guy. I really how, do. How can you not? Exactly. But... He's a very likable dude. Like the video of him walking in New York, the video of Justin Bieber walking in New York, and he just stops in the middle of the street, turns around and he daps somebody up, and it's just Adam Sandler with his kid. It's Adam Sandler, and Adam Sandler goes, what's up, man? And, he's like, <laughs> and he has... And he has uh, basketball shorts sagging down past his knees that are do you have you ever seen how adam sandler dresses it's in public? so yeah, funny and he's worth he, he's a multi-millionaire he dresses like billy eilish it's so funny <laughs> just really baggy super long clothing it's for so the longest funny. time that's how keanu reeves keanu reeves just like he was homeless for a really long keanu time. keanu reeves is a nerd and it's hell it's he plays the most badass character ever yeah and he's I just the most so nerdy much. like Quirky, quirky just, yeah. fella. It's just, it's really funny. And he's Canadian. That kind of puts the cherry on. God, <laughs> Canadians are awesome. It is physically impossible. To I just wish hate Canadians. Justin Bieber. As Canadian. much as I've wished my parents immigrate to different states, I like, I always question why did y'all decide Texas. I honestly wish they chose to go to Canada. Dude, word. But let's, let's I would not be, have actual seasons. Let's but go it would be, be a sad. Vancouverian podcast. It would be sad because I wouldn't be a member of this podcast. Vancouveridian. So. We can, can we be. Torontes, Ontarians, Ontarian. I think that is an actual. It's probably it. Probably just Canadians. I feel like it's a universal phrase. British Columbian, Ed- Edmontonians, Quebecans, <laughs> Quebecians, Nova uh, Nova Scotians. <laughs> I'm, I'm ex- what about Newfoundland? <laughs> Newfoundland, Newfoundlanders, Newfoundlanders. Yeah, that sounds right. I guess. I don't know. Sorry, Canada. <laughs> Probably offending. Like We could just be Canadian. That's true. <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited for like a gam- another gambling movie to come out. I agree. Uh, we don't get many of them. Yeah, we don't get many of them. There's, there's a few um, like good ones. Staples. Uh, staples? Like oh, a few staple, staple movies. movies. Like yeah. Rounders, yeah, 21. Yeah, Rounders, uh, 21. Um, there's heist movies around casinos like the like the yeah, you have like Casino Royale and stuff like that, but those aren't really Casino Royale is kind of weird. Casino Royale, in my opinion, as a James Bond movie, good movie. As a casino movie, bad movie. <laughs> create create some great How I Met Your Mother episodes that that are like based in casinos. Oh, okay. I literally just watched one of them. I, I really want a new about. James Bond to be casted. I'm not that huge into 007, but I Daniel Craig is a bit staled out in that role. Yeah. In my, in my be, opinion, at least. Idris Elba I mean, would be a great James Bond, in my opinion. Skyfall was a great movie, but I don't think any of his movies afterwards have been very good. Yeah. Like Scepter, or what was that? Spectre. Was Spectre. Spectre, I didn't think that was a I never great watched movie. it. I don't want to. There's a really, there's like a couple of really cool scenes, but I think Skyfall was the last. Skyfall had the good. best opening because they had Adele singing it. Yeah, okay. This is one thing that I wish people would understand more. Adele is arguably one of the best overall artists in the world. Like, all of her music is just outstanding. It's very consistent, and I don't think any of it's ever fallen flat. Exactly. And she's just, like I mean, completely unrelated, but I think that she's just a great artist. But besides the point, back to gambling movies. 
Did you see Daniel Negreanu's tweet the other day? Daniel Negreanu is a famous poker player, if you don't know who it is. Yeah. Daniel Negreanu. About wanting a rounders, too. Tweeted at the, the director of rounders, asking for a rounders, too. And he said it's not too far gone or like it's it's still possible yeah he said uh i'm always open to uh something he was like i'm always open to new opportunities or something like that it was yeah yeah i think that would be awesome and if we had like matt damon in the role oh my do you know god how insane that would be <laughs> i think Just matt like, damon would come back too because that's i mean it's a it's a pretty came back thing. for jason Bourne. exactly he can come back You're just going to have to pay him a ton of money And he gave us the greatest meme ever Matt Damon is my favorite actor I, I made that decision the other day Good Will Hunting Matt Damon one is One of my, the like best movies Matt Good Will Hunting may be my one of Like that may be my favorite non-superhero movie It's it's top two at least mm-hmm. At the very least And I would have to do some thought To make something that beats it But Matt Damon is without a doubt My favorite actor overall And that I don't think it's going to be beaten It's a pretty solid choice it is a, it is a really solid choice if I'm being completely honest and it's it's probably like I could probably argue that Matt Damon could be one of my favorite actors. I haven't put too much thought into it. You know? Well, who do you who do you immediately think of when you think like favorite actor? Just off the top of your head. I don't know. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's a good actor. <laughs> he's, I love him so much. He's a good actor but he doesn't have any like staple he's not he's morgan he's, freeman he movies. is very li- rarely a lead role yeah he's normally yeah. always a secondary character he makes a great su- like supporting just he's secondary too character. big of a guy or too big of a like personality to be a you're he, right you know what I'm, does that make any sense he like played his, god yeah exactly you know like Hasn't he, he played god like twice you can't yeah you yeah. can't <laughs> you can't downplay morgan freeman no <laughs> like you can't have a denial story it's morgan freaking freeman the guy's invincible. Yeah, watch Morgan Freeman persevere through hard times. The movie. I, I can never see that existing. Unless it was like a Pursuit of Happiness thing. Pursuit of Happiness was a great movie. With, yeah, have you ever seen movie. that with Will, oh, yeah, Will Smith? Yeah, if it was I a, cried during that. Before it's one of the first movies I cried. It's a very corrected. sad movie. It's a very sad but movie. But you feel very fulfilled at the end. Well, yeah, it's a very, like, com- I think it's a very complete movie. Yeah. a good way to say it. It's yeah. like, you, you see the whole story arc, really. And it's a well-developed movie. Yeah, but like in the middle of it, when he's getting evicted and everything, and you just see yeah. how much he's putting, well, like, and they sleep uh, in like the like the train station yeah, bathroom. Yeah, it's just so sad. That is that is a very interesting point. Morgan Freeman generally is not the lead in many. Yeah. He's always like a background. Like he's in he's in a lot of, or a fairly decent amount of scenes, but he's never. Yeah. He's never the focus. He's in the and, Lego movie, and he could very well be one of the like. What is he in the Lego movie? He's a yeah. He's like the, Vitruvius. He's the guy with the oh, gray yeah. beard and everything. He died. <laughs> he dies. And then he becomes a ghost. <laughs> but like Morgan Freeman, he's probably one of the most well-known actor names oh, yeah. in the world. Yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. knows the name Morgan Internationally Freeman. Internationally, too. Yeah. And there's not a lot of people. I mean, I think the other notable people would be like Jennifer Lawrence. Or not Jennifer Leonardo Lawrence. Leonardo DiCaprio. Jennifer Lopez. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's Brad, probably. Brad Pitt. Brad him Pitt. And Leonardo and Morgan Freeman are probably like my top two. Eh, Leonardo's in a lot of great movies. I think Matt Damon's just in stuff that's more my speed, generally yeah. speaking. He's a great actor. I'm trying to think of other... Like, who do you think as far as internationally renowned actors are? Like, like the world would... Leonardo DiCaprio is up there. For Leonardo me, DiCaprio is absolutely up there. I think Brad Pitt's also up there. 
Yeah. Ian McKellen. George Clooney. George Clooney. He's, George Clooney is a, a really, actor. really famous actor. I, I watched Ocean's Eleven today since since you informed me of it being on Hulu. All of the it. Ocean's movies are on Hulu. Yeah. I started the second one. I did not uh, dig it. I, I think it's just weird how they're, it's the it's one, two, and three, and it's 11, it's 11 yeah. 12, 13. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really funny. Ocean's Eleven was a great movie, though. Yeah, I watched it for the first time they're a all, couple days ago. They're all pretty For the first time? Movies. Yeah. Great movie. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've been watching that. There's my, a poker. There's a poker scene much. in Ocean's Eleven too. Although yeah, yeah, yeah. where he's at teaching the, yeah, where the he's at the kids t- how to play poker. As yeah. great as it the, is, I will not ever forgive the movie for giving us that horrendous British accent from Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> it was pathetic. They could have had. They could have hired a British actor. Idris Elba was alive. Yeah. They could have gotten him. God, Idris Elba is such a good actor. He really is. That makes me suck that what a, what Don... Is some, I like Don Cheadle, too. I do, too, but that was just not a role for him. Accurately said. What are some good Idris Elba movies? Um, he's in Molly's Game, if you didn't know that. Yeah. He's the uh, attorney. Yeah. Good Idris Elba movies. You've got... I mean, he was just in Hobbs and Shaw. The best uh, movie of all time. He that I uh, was see. in Pacific Rim. <laughs> God. I love Pacific Rim. You... Thor not, Ragnarok. Wait, no, hold on, hold on. I am not a big hold on, fan hold on, hold on. Pause, 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 pause. Do you actually love Pacific Rim? I like it. Yeah, I really do. Why? Because I, I need to hear a defense because that's like that's criminal. The sheer spectacle of it just astounds me. Such a, like, what do you mean? Explain. You have robots fighting giant monsters, and it was done well. <laughs> what more could you ask for? Any other movie? Just any other? Do you like Transformers? I mean, I didn't hate the first one, but it definitely could have been better. See, I li- I legitimately liked all the Transformers movies, but they also came out when I was like nine. So. The only good one, in my opinion, was the first one. Good-ish. I liked the first one, and I loved the third one. I hated the second one. The third, I like. Okay, I I don't know what it is with me and dark movies. Dark movies are so much better than movies that are all like happy go lucky. Like, yeah. Transformers three, the entire city of Chicago just dies. You would love Gone just, Girl. Everybody just it. gets vapor. That's I haven't a, seen Gone Girl with Ben Affleck. It's I, amazing. I've that been recommending. Does anyone know if it's on any streaming service? Not what to it my knowledge. I don't. I don't know if it is. I may just rent that. But um, I watched it a while ago. It was phenomenal. I I like dark movies that add like a tone to it. That I don't. I mean, I don't know why. I just feel like that's, it adds more story. That's and, why I like like mob movies so much. Yeah, mob. The Irishman, by the way, they released. Can't wait for that. They released screen caps of it today. Robert really? De Niro ages throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. And the CGI of it actually looks good. It it's it progresses with him throughout the movie. Three and a half hours is the runtime though. Goodness gracious. It's it's they gotta have like an intermission. That's that's a really, really long movie. That's something that the Godfather movies did. But that was all the intermissions were more common back when I mean when did God when did the Godfather release? Late eighties? Early nineties? Seventies. It that it was that long? It was it was it was the first Godfather movie was early. It, it was probably 80s. It was probably 80s. Let Either me, way, it that it was a lot more common for intermissions to be in movies back then. Because people had to make phone calls and stuff. Godfather too. was released in 1972. 72? Yeah, I told wow. You. That was way further back than I thought it was. Yep. Because uh, Godfather 3 came out in the 90s. So for it to have been I guess like that, that long yeah. for him to have aged. They're all really, they're all, they are all it. really long movies too. Godfather 1, yeah. 2, and I've 3. still never seen really The Godfather. Movies. I've seen The Godfather. Okay. I've seen part of The Godfather 2, and I haven't seen it. I heard the, the third Godfather one is 3. terrible. The third one's bad. It, yeah. it just is. I heard the two, though, are amazing. If The first two, arguably some of my favorite movies ever. Really? Yes. I, I love them so much. Just 
I don't want to ramble too much or like get caught up in my words because I know I will. I don't even know how long we've been talking movies. about other movies. We just yeah, we started we started, with, we started with a gambling movie. I, I honestly don't know how long we've been here, but this could we I could talk about Godfather movies forever. But Please I, don't. I, I, want, I want to go back to, to gambling movies. Like the point that I was gonna make um, about like being excited for another gambling movie Kiss is that it's like ring. it's like a con movie. And a gambling movie at the same time. So, like, the whole premise of the movie is him, like, running a con. Trying to figure out who's on the playing bet. who. And, like, I don't know how he's going to do it. Or, like, mean? how it's going to be like, set up. Like you say, with the con aspect of it, you're trying to figure out just, like, where all these cogs are going to fit and, who like, the, exactly. the person's plan. It comes and out that, that's December, what, correct? I think it was November. I, it's probably December. I think I it releases in December. I don't really know. I had no idea. but It's in a couple months. No ma- regardless, no I, there's regardless. like several more movies that I want to see before that. Anyways, I mean, we have Joker we have next Joker week. Coming up. Ooh, got the By the for way, that. for those of you, just a real quick uh, hint, or not really a hint, but more of a notice. Look we will be to. we will be seeing me and Muhammad will be seeing Muhammad J- and I. Don't use improper grammar. Thank you, Muhammad, Muhammad and I. We'll be seeing Joker on opening night and we will be coming back and recording an active immediate reaction episode Braden would be available but he's not available <laughs> it should be spoiler free because oh i or not never I, we never came to terms with that I just that's actually an on the spot question uh I'll, I'll consult with some other people who may be listening whether or not they would prefer it being a spoiler free episode i feel yeah. like it's really hard to record an episode Based off of no spoilers, we'll whatsoever. talk. We'll talk behind the scenes. Yeah, this will be a behind closed doors conversation. But anyways, uh, I want to see Joker. Obviously, plan. We have, the plan is for y'all to like drive, drive here in silence from the movie. Theater, yeah, right? I want it to be fresh off the top yeah. of the head. And and the Irishman comes out in November too, I believe. Looking forward to that a lot. And then after that, you have the Rise of Skywalker in December, which mm-hmm. is probably going to be my most. That's gonna be like the last big that's, movie. Yeah, of that'll this be year. like my last quarter, like look forward to type thing. If you understand. Yeah. And um, but this year has been loaded with good cinema. It really has. If you, especially if you just look at the track of movies that have released. Yeah. Endgame, Far From Home. Endgame, super movie, Far From Home. Uh, there's been quite a few different things that have released, and there's going to be more. Secret Life of Pets two. Dude, I I have yet to see that movie, but Muhammad. Oh, El Camino, I'm really excited. Oh for that. yeah, comes you, out in the next two weeks. Have you what? ever seen Breaking Bad? Okay, no. It follows. It's, it's, I haven't it's finished. It's a series that I need to. Watch. I haven't finished Breaking Bad. I got Great like three show. seasons and didn't finish it. It follows what happens to one character after the end of the finale. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited. For we that. will not spoil it, even though it's been Good. out for like several years. It was spoiled for me when well, I watched it. Really? I, I haven't oh, watched Game sucks. of Thrones either. Game so. of Thrones is a good show. I don't know if you'd like it though. Like it's the show, very... it ended when I started watching. Game it. of Thrones is very fantasy. It's yeah. It's I need to get into also, it. Man. It's ex- okay. So Game of Thrones. If you're if you can get into stories a lot and you and you follow TV shows really well because there's a lot of details that you need to be able to keep up with in Game of Thrones to like truly appreciate the show and unless you're interested in that type of thing I don't see you enjoying it if that yeah, makes any sense because and I'm not really. it's very fantasy like if you grew up reading, reading like Harry Potter or if you grew up reading Lord of the Rings Lord the of the Hobbit. Rings or anything in that light where it's all fantasy not really real the sphere you will enjoy the show but if you're just if you can't get your head wrapped around stuff that isn't tangible almost based in reality yeah based in reality you can't you're probably not gonna enjoy seeing that 
fantastical uh, genre, I guess you'd say, is mm-hmm. definitely my cup of tea. I just don't know why I haven't gotten into it yet. It's I, a, I've started it, but I just haven't continued, I guess. It's the best show ever with the worst finale ever. <laughs> yeah, That is the best way I can describe Game of Thrones. Is the, the show as a whole is fantastic. One of my favorite shows of all time. The worst and biggest letdown of the final season that that's I've ever why, seen. That's why I hate starting series. And After they finish? Then regretting... Uh-huh. Uh, not not like shows that I've uh, I've started and not knowing the ending yet, and then being just completely devastated, like the just office. let down by the ending. The Office. Yeah. The I last heard, season of The Office. I heard the last season was wasn't really bad, bad too. A lot of people didn't like Dexter. Ending of How I Met Your Mother. Dexter's ending pissed me off beyond belief. I didn't mind how what I was. Met, I, didn't I was about to say, how, what's your problem with the ending of How I Met Your Mother? I didn't mother? mind How I Met Your Mother. Like the whole like last season much. being about the wedding, pretty much. Yeah, and just the way it ended, I didn't really like. I mean, there were aspects of it ending that i liked but the ted arc i guess you'd logically say. Oh, how it all ended logically it makes yeah. sense because the entire damn show is about robin yeah i get that that was the, the whole point it, would, it makes sense and i like, get it's that. the one thing that the kids realize there's like why have you, this whole this story was about, was about this was about mom why have you been talking mom. about robin yeah. i i i don't know if i i like the ending i don't know if i like the last season yeah. All together, because I think that they could have. I don't think they needed it to spend. Carries it out really. I don't long. think they needed to spend an entire season at the wedding. I would yeah. have appreciated like maybe five or six episodes. Because usually one season would span a whole year in their time. Generally, and then that one was like two weeks. Yeah, the whole they 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 did that whole thing just to throw in a teaser in in each episode. Yeah, of, the of what would happen. Yeah, because I mean it built up with Ted's like storytelling where he would be. I stayed with her even when she got sick, and yeah. there's there uh, like the one scene where you the one scene where I first knew it was gonna happen is when he's at the what does anyone know the name of the hotel they stay at? I cannot remember the wedding the life in me. No. Uh, what, regardless, they're at the hotel, and the it's Ted and Tracy, which is his original wife, are at that hotel again, and it's like an anniversary or something, and they're in the dining area, and she's looking out a window. And they were being like, he was talking about something where he was sad that someone wasn't going to be there. And he looks at her. It, it was something about like somebody not being there for their daughter's wedding. Yeah. Oh, it was. It, I can't like, yeah. I can't imagine not going to your own daughter's wedding. And it and was about, looked- it was about Robin's mom not going. I can't imagine. it. Yes. Not, yeah. I can't, okay. There we go. I can't imagine not being it. Or I can't imagine a mother not going to her daughter's wedding. And Ted looks at Tracy with like the saddest look with tear, tears coming, tears up, in coming up in his eyes and it's the saddest look and at that moment i was just like no don't i mean because it, it's your boy ted mosby the most relatable character in human existence yeah and seeing his entire story of nine nine seasons nine nine, nine seasons, seasons yeah. nine seasons build to him finally marrying the girl of his dreams and then that it broke my heart and it also irritated me because, like, I do understand how this how you like the ending, and I I do like parts of it, but it was just they built up the wife so much and then let it all down, which I do understand why they did that, but I just didn't personally like it. I think it speaks to human nature, though. You know, you yeah. never you never know what's gonna happen sometimes. Yeah, and I mean, it is one a good of, take. It is one of those you know life sucks type things, and anything yeah. could it, happen. It, yeah, you you could spend. He, his you could spend all these years all these trying years to find the love of your life her. and then lose her in the first 10. The you know? I mean, 
it, it's it, it is a sad story, but I think that in essence, that's kind of what it's supposed to be. Yeah. That and even in the saddest moment of your life where you lose somebody that is truly his soulmate, everything he lists his perfect woman in season one or season two, something like that, and it happens to be her. It, when, when, she checks almost every single box, and then the perfect woman dies, unfortunately. When she plays Livion Rose on the ukulele, and he's standing he on the other side it. of the wall. Uh, one of the most beautiful scenes I in the cried. entire series. This is very unted related, but I cried whenever uh, Barney was holding his daughter. I thought that was a very sweet moment. Yeah, in the very last episode where yeah. Barney has a kid and he's holding the daughter. Because it was yeah. very funny because they had the parallel uh, before you saw you had a kid where uh, he's 40 or whatever and still hitting on girls. And yeah, uh, <laughs> he's telling one of them, Oh, you're the most beautiful thing ever. I'm never going to let you uh, go. And I'm uh, everything and ever, uh, anything I am is all for you. And then he says mm-hmm. the same exact line says to his daughter. Lower, and it's really sad. I yeah. mean, it's it cute. It's a very fulfilling ending. I will say that the end of how I met it's your mother fulfilling. makes yes. it feel at least in my pr- prerogative of the story. It feels very complete. Robin divorced Barney. They have the whole story about how they got divorced in Brazil or wherever it was that they were. And it comes back to the classic scene outside of Robin's apartment with the blue French horn. And Ted comes up with the blue French horn. Perfect. And it's, it is a very, the ending just feels very complete to me. So I can see how you wouldn't like it, but anytime a show ends, there's going to be controversial takes on it. And typically it won't be as cataclysmic as, Game of Thrones, where the world just wants your head on a pike. Yeah. Because there have been worse endings. I've watched worse endings than How I Met Your Mother. I'll say Dexter's. That. I heard people. Despise. It was terrible, and it pisses me off still to this day. If, if we're gonna continue on topics of like worst fun or fact, best though? or best show endings, go ahead, Muhammad. I'll, fun I'll fact, carry on. Sorry. Uh, fun fact: I watched all of How I Met Your Mother in nine days. I've seen How I Met Your Mother through like fourteen plus times. Yeah. <laughs> nine days. I watched a season a day. Fun fact on a trip. How did how? I didn't have anything to do. One for season that a day. It was Christmas oh, break too. There's like what twenty two episodes, thirty. That's like twelve hours of television <laughs> yeah. a day, nearly. Yeah. That's that's. I, a, were you one, able to like watch every second? Yeah. When I used to binge, bro, I used to. Binge. Well, back in high school, did you see it in high school? Yeah. That's high school. It was, it was so much easier. It was my freshman was so year, freshman year Christmas break. It was so much easier to binge things in high school because you just it. I don't know why. And this is, me and Muhammad were talking about this the other day. Time moves faster when you get older. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, but a day when you were 15 or 14 or 13 feels, a lot feels so much now. longer than a day now. A day now for me feels like 20 minutes when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I don't know how to describe it. I like, I'm like halfway through the week and I wake up and I'm like, it's already been four days. <laughs> like tomorrow's Thursday. I just Thursday. did this. Tomorrow's <laughs> Thursday and that blows my mind. It, just time moves really fast. And I'm sure you of all people, Braden. Yeah, I understand that more than most. <laughs> I've been awake since 4.30. Didn't get my nap today. I'm going to sleep amazingly tonight. And, the, I mean, my day, my days are usually jam-packed, busy. And today's the last day of my weekend, which is Tuesdays and Wednesdays are my days off. And I go back to work, working Thursday okay. through Sunday. Anyways, now that we're going <laughs> to cut off Braden on, too his, depressing. I know. on his, cut it, on his I, complaining to the world statement. I wanted, I wanted to introduce... Hey, so, hey, 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 I'll go get tissues for you. Don't worry. Anyways, going back to disappointing endings. That's what I was. That's what I was going to Where get Where are you going with this? I hope the disappointing so, ending is not your story. One of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite series shows ever is Seinfeld. 
Never seen it. Neither have it's, I. I. It's so funny. It's it's an acquired it's an acquired taste. But like you have to be able to watch all the episodes and like. Uh, the, I the have to watch all the, comedy, the episodes to enjoy okay, it. The, co- the comedy in one. When episode, you finish the show, you sit back and you're like, you know what? B the, plus. The comedy <laughs> in one episode will like pertain to like uh, something that happened in a previous episode, and it just makes that a whole lot funnier. And the entire series ends with all of the like the characters in a in a courtroom being charged for a crime of not helping out um, an individual who's like getting robbed. So like they like they're literally about to go to jail for not helping an individual and just like standing there and laughing. And they call all these witnesses to the stand that have been wronged by the Seinfeld crew throughout the <laughs> entire series. And they're just like thro- like giving throwbacks to all these things like all all the lives that the Seinfeld crew has ruined, whether it was Elaine, Jerry, Kramer, George, and then it, it's hilarious. But the series ends with them all just going to jail. They're all in a they're all in a jail cell, and then the series ends. They're like, "What do we do now?" I like that, and that's the end of the series. I like that. It's it's a it's an ending that pissed off a lot of people. You might like it because you haven't watched the entire series and like grown a love for all these people and like well, just a love for the show in general. And then it just ends with that. Okay, well, imagine being watching a show that's more intense, like The Walking Dead or the or Game of Thrones, where your characters don't go to jail; they just die. Like, I guess you're right. Game of Thrones final season, everyone just dies. Outside how about of your mother? Like, how about your mother? The mother dies. How about your okay? How about your mother is my favorite sitcom of all time, and there's not. I even, agree. There is not even a close second. Friends is a good show. Friends is a famous show. Friends could not touch a candle fifteen feet away from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, that that's what I've been okay. Even though How I Met Your Mother kind of copies some of the Friends uh, storyline in some aspects, so. How I Met Your Mother did it so much better. Yes. I don't I don't care who is telling me it. I know I'm offending a lot of people out there that listen to this because everybody in modern day America thinks Friends is the best film creation I really don't in the like history of the world. I understand Friends is a good show, but man, people make that seem like it cures cancer. Like <laughs> it is insane. And people treat that show like it is just the holy water we've all been looking and for. And they treat it like that because they haven't watched How I Met Your Mother. Fair enough. I'll give you that. Or they just haven't watched any other TV. <laughs> I agree with you, though. I'd say How I Met Your Mother is my favorite sitcom as well. It's, it's I'm my favorite. Big, I'm not sure. even a big sitcom fan either, especially after I've gotten into more intense TV. It's, yeah. It's a lot harder to watch TV with laugh in the background. Laughter yeah. in the background. I hear, ha, 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 after every joke, and I'm like, okay. I, I drown <laughs> those out with my own laughs. Okay, that was the most. that. Oh, that was the worst thing you've ever said. That was so cliche. You deserve. That's a Tumblr post. I drown out the fake laughter in television with my own. Does it, TV need to tell you when to laugh? No, I just. Do you I, hear the laughing? You're like, oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was a joke. <laughs> I can't say anything on this podcast. You're better off just not saying anything. <laughs> Consider it a safety blanket. Um. What's your favorite? Is, is Seinfeld your favorite sitcom of all time, Braden? All right, Braden's ignoring me because of me <laughs> poking fun at everything His he says. His feelings are hurt. Seinfeld's not my favorite. How I Met Your Mother is number one. It always has been since I've watched it for the first time. Really? Seinfeld, Seinfeld holds a special place in my heart for like being able to make me laugh in the, like, in the most simple ways. Yeah. So like the most simple things in each episode will make me laugh because that's just kind of like the like – the, the humor that Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David are able to create in all their shows, comedy, whatever. Um, so, like, 
it's second favorite for me for sure. But How I Met Your Mother, like, just so the, we're we're the, all in conclusion that How I Met Your Mother is her favorite sitcom. Yeah, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the best. It, ladies the, and gentlemen, the fact that take, a, take a break line. real quick. We have to mark this down. What's the date? We agree. September twenty fifth, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> Mix and match radio cast actually agrees. <laughs> it's insane. Continue with Thank your. You. Continue with your. I, I was just, I was just gonna continue that. Like Seinfeld's a close second because it just, it just does hold a special place in my heart. Uh, I, I really and okay, watching comedians in cars getting coffee, and also, that's, that's also Seinfeld hosts that too. Correct? Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld okay. hosts that show. So. All huge famous actors. Barack Obama's on the show for one of them. Highly recommend that. Barack show. Obama you, is confirmed not a famous actor. <laughs> just famous people, okay? <laughs> not only are actors either. Some of them are just comedians. Well, when you say famous actors on the show, you, you, I'm inclined to think that you're talking about famous actors. I misspoke. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I know you are. <laughs> to a degree. It doesn't mean you're going to – it doesn't mean it triggers me any less. It doesn't, doesn't hurt him any less. No, it hurts me even more. <laughs> it hurts you even more because I'm messing around? So you would rather me be honest about things? Uh, honest about what? I don't know. How much time do you have? <laughs> God. <laughs> you're easy to trap, friend. <laughs> I know. I know, I know, I know. Anyway, where were how, we? How, <laughs> this, this how, is how gone. I met your mother's we our get favorite very sitcom. convoluted in our own thoughts. No kidding, we are. How I met your mother's our favorite sitcom. We're very excited about Uncut Gems coming out and being another gambling movie uh, for us to watch and enjoy, are and you? kind of like a con man movie at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I because I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of like con movies, heist movies, mob type movies involving all sorts of like. Did you ever watch The Sopranos? Mischievous. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it right I want to watch that. Are I'm you watching re-watching it, right it or watching it for I'm the first time? I'm watching it for the first How time. How far right into now. it are you? I'm like three seasons in right now. Tony Soprano's definitely a huge like, char- like character. In the- so recently on Twitter, I saw like... The best the- HBO. Yeah, the uh, top, top best three HBO, HBO character, actors. Yeah, character, characters. Yeah. Tony Soprano's number one for me, easily. Immediate- well, I mean, you have to be fair, I don't know. How, how much HBO have you watched? Because there's a lot of HBO uh, I'm, I'm getting into it. and the Wire's like, on there. Wire? I have I've never seen The Wire and I've I heard it's to. really Wire? good. It's the one Wire. Of the, I've heard it's one of the best shows. The Wire ever is crafted. supposed to be one of the best shows ever created yeah. as he just said. Oh wow. Yeah. And it's it, like stands up with The Sopranos. Gonna have to watch that. So yeah. It's on HBO as well. Cool. HBO is a good streaming service. Expensive as hell. It's like very expensive. That's why I have not subscribed to it yet. I, I like Larry I would. David as a character too. Yeah. Just knowing just knowing that like so curb your enthusiasm curb your enthusiasm is also is also like one of the more famous shows on hbo and it's based off of what's supposed to be larry david's life after seinfeld huh. and, it, it, and it's, re- david it's really sa- it's, it's so satirical and yeah larry david pr- co-produced and wrote seinfeld with jerry seinfeld he did like most of the writing honestly and like just just how come humor- he didn't act on seinfeld he he like cameos voices in Seinfeld, but he was just a producer, a writer, and then like he had never d- done any acting really up until Curb Your Enthusiasm. Interesting, interesting. I mean, anyway, I, I think we need to wrap up somewhere here. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and 
We're, we're going to go ahead and close this out for the most part. This episode. Have y'all had, been connecting dots this entire time as eh. to where some, the hell we were all like getting to? Some, yeah, somebody graphic us a map, please, because I don't think we how know did, how, how did we, we got go from like a serious movie trailer about. about to our favorite sitcoms. To our favorite yeah, sitcoms. I, I don't even know. So this, is, this is a fairly decent example of where conversations can go. Just anywhere, anywhere, all the time. <laughs> and everybody listening has had conversations like this as well. Yeah, it, it happens. You never know. Every every corner is new and un unspoken. We just want to open up our brains for y'all. That's correct. We we the most intelligent people in this garage at this time, given there are no other people in this garage. I'm currently <laughs> writing my dissertation on string theory, by the way. So if y'all want to check that out. And he, he's a genius, you know. Anyways, we talked about gambling. We talked about how Samuel L. Jackson screaming in my ear in the morning is probably the most motivating thing I could possibly get, thanks to Alexa. We, I, w- I want to add real quick. Okay. I- I'd much prefer Samuel L. Jackson than like the iPhone rings that we hear today that traumatize us, which I don't think one thing we, we brought up with like the iPhone 11 release, the trailer and like ad for the new iPhone starts 11. Out. Starts with out the radar. With the, with the radar. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Alarm. Triggered my PTSD. How how can you how can you expect to sell any iPhones when you just like anything that encourages kill you not to buy and it. traumatize anybody who watches the ad for it? Just wanted to. I, I've been that's been on my mind for weeks now. I'm I'm sure it has. Anyways, <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about that <laughs> now too. We discussed Adam Sandler's new movies, his old movies. We talked about sitcoms and real TV shows and how some of their endings can be a big letdown. Once again, for those of you out there, if you're listening on iTunes, like and subscribe. Leave a five-star rating if you're feeling real nice. Send this podcast to everyone you know. Your friends, your family, people you hate, people you love. Someone can get every, some, Anybody can get something out of it. Anybody. And at the very, very most, let us know anything that you need us to do better. It's something that we're doing wrong. If Braden's talking too much, if I sound like an idiot... If Muhammad's the smartest one in the room, which generally all these things happen, so <laughs> just let us let us know anything you guys want You're us to do. Too kind to me. Yeah, you know, let us know anything anything that you guys want us to do, anything that you guys want us to talk about going forward. We love hearing your suggestions. We love you guys listening. Once again, thank you very much. What do you two boys got to say? Um, have a great day, night, afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. We'll talk to you later. See you next time. Fellas.